Hello and welcome back to the Hip Bodies podcast. I am your host Chelsea Pleasant and today I'm giving you all the info on our Lazy Girl Low Carb 5-Day Challenge. So this isn't your usual episode. This is just giving you the information in an audio format so you could skip the email. But but I will put a link in the show notes so you can get everything in written form too so you can like go back to it. Okay. So lazy girl, low carb. I have created this little five day challenge and this is kind of based on what I've been doing with my low carb journey and just making it as easy as humanly possible to stick to. Okay. So, (laughs) um, first things first, we need to talk about like, why would you even eat a low carb diet? Because you constantly see things about like, why you shouldn't eat low carb or like um, you don't have to eat low carb to lose weight. So why would you? And so let's talk about it. When you eat a low carb diet, what's happening is you're trying to keep your carbs low enough so your body becomes a fat burner. It's a metabolic state called ketosis and that's why it's often called a ketogenic diet. And so your liver begins producing ketones that allow your body to burn fat for fuel. And what's really cool is if you've never run on ketones before, the like the way your brain lights up is just, I don't know, it's different. It's amazing. By the way, I'm a little sick. So if I sound awful, I'm sorry. I, I've been like delaying recording this. I went to um, the bounce house with my kids this week. And it's like, it's so, I just, I need to, I need to not go anywhere during cold and flu season that's indoors. There's no reason to. I live in the South. It's, we have decent weather. I just don't need to do that to myself anymore. I spend $20 where where I'm like literally buying a virus for my house. Okay. Anyway, so we're trying to get into ketosis. So in order to do that, you're trying to keep your carbs around 25 to 30 grams a day. Again, some people can eat more than that and still get into ketosis, but I'm just like trying to make a simple five-day challenge. If you eat this way, you will likely be in ketosis by the end of five days, okay? But some people aren't as metabolically flexible, especially if you've never done this before, so you might not be a fat burner within five days, okay? Just FYI, but you know, it's I'm not saying it's not worth doing, okay? Um, Because you're still going to see amazing benefits just doing this for five days. And I think you'll really enjoy it. If you're one of those people who loves data, there are a lot of ways to check if you are in ketosis. And I'm going to tell you, I don't use any of them. Um, So I'll tell you what they are. So there's like, there's this little like breathalyzer thing. I think it's kind of expensive. I've never bought it, but it's like a thing you breathe into, like literally think, you know, like a breathalyzer, right? And so if you have like, I guess when you're in a fat burning state, there's something in your breath. So that's one option. There's also like one of the more accurate ones is a blood ketone monitor. So you prick your finger just like like a diabetic would, right? And it'll actually tell you the level of your blood ketones. And then the easy to grab at the store option is little sticks that you pee on. And I want to just like explain something to you. So when you use the little pee sticks... It's great to validate like, okay, I've been eating a low-carb diet and my body is producing ketones. Okay, yes, initially, but those are just the ketones that are leaving your body. 
So that's why it doesn't stay accurate for very long. Because if you eat a low-carb diet for like months, your body doesn't necessarily have excess ketones because it's utilizing all of them. So don't overthink that stuff too much. Um, if you are following the guidelines, just trust the process, okay? Um, in addition, I wanted to talk about like why I think a low-carb diet is so effective for so many people. It's just if you are an abstainer instead of a moderator, it's a fantastic approach because you just get rid of the sugar. You just get rid of the flour. You know, these things that are unfortunately so delicious and so addicting um, in a weight loss journey, it can be really hard to moderate those things. And so for me personally, by just kind of pushing them to the side, I find that it my body responds better it helps reduce inflammation in my body, which that's another thing is like ketones, they are super anti-inflammatory for your body. So if you have inflammation from a variety of things, you might notice that eating a low-carb diet improves like aches and pains. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so we need to talk about like what has carbohydrates in it because I'm kind of getting into that and I haven't really gone over it. So basically a lot of things, like the things that don't have carbs is like, Meat, eggs, cheese, um, oils, butter, that kind of stuff, right? So the things that do have carbohydrates, it's not to say you can't have any. It's just like you have to be really mindful because it's going to add up to 25 to 30 grams a day really quickly. And so fruit, sugar, bread, rice, grains, beans, pasta, vegetables even. Yes, like even spinach, lettuce, um, thing, celery, things that you would think have none. But it's so negligible, okay? Um, potatoes, ketchup, barbecue sauce, teriyaki sauce, salad dressings, alcohol, which I'll just say right now, you know, I'm team no alcohol for this five days. Okay. Um, soda, right. And so on the email, I actually put a, a like food pyramid on there that I think is really awesome because it kind of shows you like meat, eggs, um, cruciferous vegetables, those are at the bottom. And then you got like butter and cheese, that kind of stuff, right? And so it, it kind of shows you how to build your diet. And so you're going to have protein-focused meals, right? So something that a lot of people think like they can just go ham on is nuts. And I'm going to tell you, I, for this Lazy Girl Low Carb Challenge, I'm going to say no, okay? Because one ounce of almonds is really not that many almonds. And that right there... How much is, I think it's like a hundred and something calories. Let's see, one ounce almonds. I'm just using almonds as an example. Macros. Okay, let's see. So in one ounce of almonds, it's 165 calories and it still has six grams of carbs, you know? And that's just like the tiniest, like filling your palm. It's so small. It's not filling. It doesn't do anything for you. So I, I mean, I just, for this, I don't do nuts for snacking on if you want things to snack on, I'm going to say more things like cheese, hard-boiled eggs, um, you know, keeping some meats and stuff on hand, vegetables and making some good dips. You get what I'm saying, okay? But let's go ahead and get into breakfast. So I am going to include some coffee stuff with breakfast because that's how we start our day. So with when it comes to coffee, I highly recommend removing the sweeteners from your coffee. And I know that this sounds impossible to some people. They're like, oh my gosh. Like I used to be forced blended packets in my coffee kind of girl. So I get it. I do. 
But when your tongue tastes something sweet, even though the like sugar isn't there, your body is responding as if sugar was like being introduced, right? So it's not going to be the same intensity as if you were to have sugar, but your body is still preparing for that like sweetness because it's used to do, does, do you do you understand what I'm saying like your body's really smart so it's like it tastes something sweet and it starts to make preparations for a blood sugar spike and then when you don't have the blood sugar spike it um it kind of leads to like just not great things okay and so one of those things would be an insulin spike so insulin is what <clears throat> your body produces to lower your blood sugar right? And some people face like insulin resistance because they constantly have insulin pumping through your body. So that's where like, I don't want you chugging on like diet sodas and like fake sugars all day. You know, I really want you to kind of let go of your sweet tooth. And I know it seems impossible, but it really does go away. And this is coming from someone who could eat a dozen chocolate chip cookies with milk every single night. (laughs) But like, I'm good. Like I, I'm not fiending for it anymore. You know what I'm saying? So trust the process. So we need to have like a lazy girl approach. So I do just straight up half and half in my coffee. Um, Heavy whipping cream, if you like it even creamier, is awesome. Um, Some people do those protein shakes. It does have artificial sweeteners. And you know what? It's fine. If you do that, that's totally fine. Um, I'm just kind of giving you my suggestions, okay? So I, as far as breakfast goes, I'm big on easy, So whether you purchase like pre-cooked hard-boiled eggs, you hard-boil a bunch of eggs yourself, that's a great thing to lean on. And some people, for whatever reason, two eggs, three eggs has been like the norm. I'll just say like I eat like four to six. If like all I'm eating is eggs, like at least, yeah, I would say like six eggs if if that's all I'm eating. But I usually do cook up a ton of bacon. I love like thick cut bacon. So those are things I have on hand. And I I do like eating like sliced vegetables. I'm going to tell you right now, like, don't feel like you have to load up on vegetables. Okay. I And and I'll tell you why. Vegetables and fruit have gotten all the credit for having vitamins and minerals in them. But can I tell you, eggs, loaded. So good. Especially if you buy really high quality eggs. Like that is like a superfood. Okay meat like red meat beef loaded with vitamins and minerals so don't freak out like the the one thing that I will say that fruits and vegetables have that meat doesn't is fiber and so that you know it is just a thing to keep in mind like keep keeping some vegetables in your diet can be helpful but it's not like just don't freak out about it don't feel like you're disgusting if you're not eating any vegetables okay um I also do like a pre-cooked chicken sausage. So whenever you're looking at sausages or something like that, you're looking for something that has less than two grams of carbs per serving. So because you just don't want to accidentally eat like 15 grams of carbs and it was like in a maple flavored sausage. You know what I mean? Like that's not worth it, right? (laughs) Um, So I in the email that I sent you guys, I've also put like a low carb breakfast casserole. And so basically I want you to make your grocery list, your game plan based on easy breakfast options for you. Grab and go. No matter how busy you are, you can lean on this stuff. You don't have to have a ton of prep. Um, I love doing like, it's not breakfasty at all, but I love the pre-cooked meatballs from Costco. I'll do those with like 
some mustard or, you know, if I want something higher protein, low fat, you get it. You get it. Okay. So then when it comes to lunch, I love soup. Okay. But also like my, what I do every day is I make enough dinner to have lunch the next day. Okay. This is like really hard for people to grasp, but like if the meal is only calling for one pound of beef, I'm going to double or triple it. You know what I mean? I just would never expect to have leftovers off of one pound of beef. Like I could probably almost eat that all myself. You know what I'm saying? So um, with that being said, if you don't have leftovers, some things that I do, ground beef is so easy to like cook up a bunch of it and you could just add a vegetable, whether that's a frozen vegetable or a canned vegetable or a fresh vegetable. Um, I like adding fried eggs to it. You can also add like taco seasoning with cheese and salsa and sour cream and make it like kind of a taco bowl, that type of thing. Um, The bags of cauliflower rice, you can get them in the freezer section at many grocery stores. That's a nice thing to add to kind of bulk it up as well and add some fiber. Um, I shared like canned keto soups in the email. There's a link and that that's going to be... I was just going to give you some ideas if you, again, just want something super easy, grab and go. But one of my, like, favorites is chicken Caesar salad. So I often will buy a rotisserie chicken every week. And so if you just buy, like, one of those bagged Caesar salads, so quick to combine that and have that for lunch. And again, like, eating a whole family-sized bag of Caesar salad, just ditch the croutons and a bunch of rotisserie chicken. Like, yum. Yum. I did also share a resource with fast food options So if you are on the go, I'll tell you like my go-to, I just go to like any like fast, if I'm like in a pinch, I just get a bunch of cheeseburger patties, like a bunch, maybe like six. I don't know. Again, this is not like every day, but okay. So for dinner, um, I, again, I like to cook. Okay. Not everyone likes to cook. So I'm going to give you some super easy stuff. If you have small kids like me, you probably need some easy options to round out their meals. So I'll make mac and cheese, but it is just as easy to like boil noodles and like add real cheese to it as opposed to like using a powdered cheese situation. So I do that. I also, I make homemade sourdough bread. So I keep that in the freezer and I'll just like toast a couple pieces of sourdough bread, put some butter on it, whatever. Um, Homemade nuggets or it doesn't have to be homemade, whatever, right? Some fruit, things like that. And so you're going to be making protein and vegetables for the family, but you might need some things to round out the meal for other people in the household who want a little bit more variety, right? Um, so for the, bur- I, like some things that I do, I do burger patties. Like I buy the pre-shaped, super easy burger patties. And I shared a link in the email with in and out style burger patties, And it's like, it's a strategy, man. And it is so good. But I do that all the time. And I just throw like some French fries in the air fryer for the kids to eat with it. And it is like, and they don't even need a bun. Like they're happy with eating them just like that. Okay, next up, steaks. You guys, if you're not like a steak, okay, first off, steaks are expensive. I get it. But like, if you're not a steak person currently, I feel like you just need to work on your strategy. So I am currently in love with New York strip steaks from Costco. I'm going to tell you, like, a filet mignon is, like, the best, but it's, like, $20 a pound. It's crazy. If you get, if you find a good deal, like, grab them for sure. They're worth it. But I'll say, like, New York strip steaks are so good. Um, Anyway, I use a cast iron skillet. I season the steaks with just salt and pepper, a ton of it. 
and then I just add a drizzle of like avocado oil or coconut oil or something like that to the pan and I sear on each side for like five to six minutes depending on how thick it is right um if it's like a super thick one I'll throw it in the oven still in the cast iron skillet at 350 just to like cook through a little bit I like my I like mine medium so if you like yours like well done then but you get the point that and so anyway then I let it rest and I actually cut mine up for everyone before serving just because like I'm not trying to like cut up steak for a little kid you know they're just gonna get a few bites of ours it's just easier that way anyway steaks and then it's so simple for like if you want some vegetables I love like mushrooms and onions or I do roasted asparagus so easy like you can just throw the mushrooms and onions right in the pan while the steaks rest and by the time the steaks are done resting your mushrooms and onions are ready or throw some asparagus in the oven while your steaks cook and again by the time you're done it's all ready and it's easy or again bagged salad a bag of caesar salad is like always a good go-to um next up i love sausage peppers and onions like i do like a sheet pan method um, I shared a link on the email. So again, if you do the link, the link in the show notes is going to like get you this email. But if you do have someone who eats carbs in the house, definitely give them like a roll to put this on with some provolone or like one of my favorite mixtures. And you could still make this sauce. It's mayonnaise with like, uh, what is this? It's this like, it's like this chili flake sauce. I don't know how to explain it. Um, I'll try to I'll try to find it if you are really interested in this just like message me the the brand is wicked it's like wicked and it's like they look like little red chili flakes it's so good you can get them anywhere but they are amazing and I do feel like it's something that's a little bit more of like an east coast thing or it's newer I don't know I've only seen it in the last like year or so okay next up chicken wings love chicken wings uh I and I like that's a go-to restaurant when I'm a low-carb girl is going to like Buffalo Wild Wings or something and I did share a list of all the keto-friendly options at Buffalo Wild Wings and dude they have the best celery I'm a celery girl but yeah anyway I love just straight up buffalo wings with blue cheese dressing so good uh let's talk about snacks now so every time you eat you are getting that insulin spike Okay, whether it's a carb-based meal or not, there's some type of insulin spike. And so we are trying to reduce the number of times that's happening per day. And so that's why I'm not big on snacking, okay? With that being said, I get it. Sometimes you just didn't eat a big enough meal and you're not going to make it to dinner. Okay, so what are things that you can snack on? Um, I like chips and dip is always like yum, like who doesn't love that? So I make buffalo chicken dip and I dip pork rinds in it. I use the barbecue ones and oh my gosh, they're so good. Um, I also shared a link to like a jalapeno popper dip. And then I do love making cottage cheese queso to dip pork rinds in. These are all like just super easy and you can whip them up really quickly. Um, and again, like pepperoni sticks, beef sticks, like those types of things. If you're like on the go, those are great. But I don't know. To me, like if that's going to fill you up, you're not that hungry. Is that, am I crazy? I don't know. It's just like, could you wait until your next meal? So that's just my opinion because I always feel like the more, the number of times you eat, the more you're constantly thinking about food all day and like what you can't have, especially when you're starting a new approach to eating. If you can just like get really full and eat until you're legitimately satisfied, then you're going to do much better. So anyway, that's, that's me. Um, okay, so for sweets, 
I, you guys, I love sweets, okay? Um, And I have so many good keto sweets that I can share with you. However, for this five-day challenge, let's not. And let's like at the end of the five-day challenge, I will email you all of my favorite keto sweet recipes because I just, you're not going to make the progress that I think you would make in terms of like not feeling, you know, just the sweet tooth, the, you know, seeing the progress on the scale even and just all that kind of stuff. Okay. So we're going to put it on the back burner for now, but I promise I will share some low carb desserts that you will absolutely love. Okay. Um, so that kind of gives you the breakdown of getting started with this five day lazy girl, low carb. The goal is just to kind of summarize things, lean on the easy pre-cooked proteins, things that are just like very quick to throw together, just sear in a pan, done, even like straight from the freezer, like a burger patty, right? Um, And don't feel like it needs to be this complicated meal, right? Like it can just be like, throw it on a sheet pan and call it a day, right? I am one that I often make like fancy casseroles and stuff like that. And don't be wrong, it's so good. But you just don't always have time for that. And so, and you can get burnt out on trying to figure out what to make for dinner when you're constantly looking for recipes that fit this way of eating, right? It's like just lean on whole foods that are simple and delicious, right? So this is my approach to Lazy Girl Low Carb. Um, if you do click the link, you're going to get emails and I'm going to send you like a grocery list. I'm going to send you some of my favorite recipes. So you'll get a lot of really great stuff. So anyway, if you have any questions, please let me know. I will still have a new episode tomorrow, but for now, have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. Talk to you soon.